0: Hello, and welcome back to the Free Rocky Nation. I'm your host and Rocky's daughter, Amanda. The Indiana Department of Corrections has recently added soy to inmates' diets in order to stretch the inmate food budget. While I understand that inflation is outrageous right now, adding soy is going to cause a problem, not fix one. Some of our supporters in Indiana have asked us to report on the effects of high concentrations of soy in the diet. Since Illinois has been serving soy to our inmates since Bogoyevich was governor, our inmates can tell you that soy consumption ultimately leads to a host of medical issues, including colorectal cancer. The path from soy consumption to colorectal cancer is not straightforward. I'm going to attempt to walk you through all the physiological processes. Then I will discuss the legal precedent for removing soy from the inmate diet. Lastly, I'm going to provide you all with resources to equip you to take action on behalf of your loved one in order to get soy removed from the prison diet. The thyroid and iodine. What is the thyroid? It's part of the endocrine system. The thyroid is a butterfly-shaped gland at the base of the throat. Proper thyroid function is crucial to the metabolism of almost all tissues Your thyroid helps regulate how you metabolize fats and carbs, how you regulate your body temperature, how well your gut bacteria are growing, how well your immune system responds to illness, and even how clear your thoughts are. Check out this diagram I have linked in the transcript. This diagram is known as the thyroid-gut axis. It shows how the thyroid affects gut health and ultimately your overall health. If you have ever listened to a pet food commercial, you have probably heard that good food is the best medicine. The same is true for humans. Good food promotes gut health and adequate thyroid hormone levels. The effects of thyroid hormones come from two iodine-containing hormones, triiodothyronine and tetraiodothyronine. Tetraiodothyronine is also known as thyroxine and is abbreviated as T4. Triiodothyronine is abbreviated as T3. T3 and T4 are made in the thyroid gland. The bloodstream carries iodide to the cells of the thyroid. There is a high concentration of iodide inside thyroid cells. In order for more iodide to cross the thyroid cell membrane, it has to use a special channel. This channel is called the sodium iodine symporter and is abbreviated NIS. NIS literally pumps iodide into the thyroid cell. If a soy molecule and an iodide molecule are near each other, the soy will bind to the iodide. If iodide is bonded to soy, when the iodide molecule arrives at NIS, it is too big to pass through the NIS channel. The bloodstream will carry this soy iodide molecule to the kidneys to be filtered out of the body. No iodide in the thyroid cells ultimately leads to no T3 or T4 being created. If you would like a more detailed explanation of thyroid hormone synthesis, please check this transcript for a link to an educational video. The video is from the YouTube channel EasyMed. Synthetic thyroid medications do exist. Thyroid medications deliver fake thyroid hormones to the body. The fake hormones are designed to mimic organic T3 and T4. T3 and T4 are supposed to travel in the bloodstream while they are bound to a thyroid-binding globulin protein, abbreviated TBG. TBG protein ensures that T3 and T4 hormones are delivered to tissues whole and functional. Soy can bond to T3 and T4 at the same site that the TBG protein is supposed to bind. T3 and T4 reach their target tissues while they are bound to soy. Target tissues cannot use those hormones in that state. Think of it like a lock and key. The thyroid hormones are keys. TBG and soy are locks. Only one key can fit into a lock at a time. Our cells have the ability to recognize whether or not the right keys are arriving at the cell quote doors, i.e. cell membranes. T3 and T4 bonded to soy look wrong to our cells. Our cells also do not know how to unlock or remove T3 and T4 from the soy in order to fix this problem. Our cells only have the right Tools to Unlock T3 and T4 from the TBG Protein. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for part two of this mini-series. Podcast listeners will get the full podcast. Part two, long-term effects of high estrogen levels in men. Soy acts like a hormone when it bonds to T3, T4, and iodide. Soy actually contains its own hormones. Soy has a chemical compound called phytoestrogen. The human body recognizes this chemical as the human hormone estrogen. Eating soy has the same physiological effects as taking estrogen hormones. In fact, some studies have shown that the consumption of soy helps to mitigate the effects of menopause in women, which is when their estrogen levels are starting to deplete. Think about what this means for a male. A male is supposed to maintain a very low level of estrogen. The question becomes, how much soy and phytoestrogen are male inmates consuming? While the USDA recommends no more than 20 grams of soy per day, Illinois inmates are getting anywhere from 100 to 200 grams of soy per day from the state trays. This amount does not account for the soy found in their commissary foods. Male inmates are unwittingly subjecting themselves to hormone replacement therapy every time they go to the chow hall. High estrogen in men changes their body chemistry. Symptoms of high estrogen in men include infertility, gynecomastia, which is the development of breasts, erectile dysfunction, low libido, exhaustion, hair loss all over the body, shrinking muscle mass, lack of focus, and hot flashes. Male inmates are not only achieving high levels of estrogen, they are sustaining them. Long-term effects of high estrogen levels in men include diabetes, blood clots, stroke, and cancer. Estrogen-dependent cancers are ovarian, uterine, cervical, and colorectal. The good news is that men can only get one of those, the colorectal cancer. The bad news is that the cancer might not show up right away The average age range for colorectal cancer patients was 60 to 66 years old. Part three, soy in your food. If you want to avoid soy, you need to start reading food labels and lists of ingredients. Sometimes the word soy is written as soya, S-O-Y-A. Soy takes many forms. When used as a protein, you will see soy listed as soy protein isolate, hydrolyzed vegetable protein, or isoflavones. Soy flour can also be used with wheat flour or alone in baked goods. Soy lecithin and soybean oil can be used to make foods shelf-stable. Soy milk is advertised as a dairy alternative, although you won't get any dairy-related benefits from consuming it. Soy isn't just an additive. Tofu, tempeh, and edamame are soy-based whole foods. It's also important to know that the words burger and patty are not synonymous. Restaurants and food manufacturers can use the word burger if their meat product is entirely meat. They have to use the word patty if their meat product contains a mixture of meat and soy. This switcheroo allows companies to describe their sandwiches without using the word soy. I'll give you an example Walmart's Great Value Beef Burgers 8020. They come frozen in a 12 pack. The ingredients are 100% pure beef. Now let's look at Walmart's extra value meats, beef patties. They come 20 to a box, frozen. Here is that list of ingredients. Beef, beef hearts, water, textured vegetable protein, soy flour, soy protein concentrate, seasonings, salt, maltodextrin, sugar, disodium, inosinate, disodium, guanylate, flavorings, extracts of turmeric, making the case for removing soy. Former Governor Blagojevich signed off on the soy contracts with Archer Daniels Midland. Every state has a food policy council. A food policy council, sometimes called a food policy network, is a network that represents stakeholders and that are either sanctioned by a government body or exist independently of the government, To address food related issues and needs within a city, county, state, tribal, multi county, or other designated region. Guess who was on the Illinois Food Policy Council during Blagojevich's term? Archer Daniels Midland. Seems like a conflict of interest for me. From what I can gather, ADM is no longer on the Food Policy Council for Central Illinois. They didn't seem to be on the Chicago Food Policy Council either. The Food Policy Council information that I found was dated for 2019. It's possible that ADM could have reps on both boards now. Seems unethical to me. Logan Correctional Center houses female inmates in Illinois. I have not been able to confirm that the females do not eat soy at that facility. My father told me that they are not fed soy. It makes sense that they would not. I just cannot confirm it. Part 4, Making the Case for Removing Soy Continued. On the other hand, my dad took IDOC to court over the soy-based prison diet in 2007. My father isn't the only one. Let me read about Wiltz versus Shaw from 2016. Wiltz is an inmate and Shaw is a Wexford doctor. Wiltz alleges that defendants have exhibited deliberate indifference The medical conditions he has sustained as a result of consuming a soy diet, including extreme constipation, weight gain, growth of abnormal breast tissue, severe gas and stomach pains, fatigue, blood in his urine, and increased thyroid hormone level, end quote. The case did not specify which thyroid hormone was elevated. It was probably TSH, which is short for Thyroid Stimulating Hormone. Is considered a thyroid hormone because it affects the thyroid. The thyroid gland does not make TSH. Low T3 and T4 will cause a spike in TSH. Doesn't Wilt's case sound just like all the physiological issues that I just mentioned? I could write a book about the court cases involving Soy and Illinois' inmates. Takeaways. I focused on adult males. Please do the research for yourself. Soy is extremely detrimental to children. Want more information on the dangers of soy and the health benefits of a nutrient-dense diet? Visit WestonAprice.org, the website of the Weston A. Price Foundation. Subscribe to the Free Rocky Nation YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell. Share our videos because more views equals more news. Listen to the Free Rocky Nation podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Email us with your questions at freerocky, freerockynation.org. Don't forget to visit our blog at freelarryrockyharrisx2.com. Like us on Facebook at LarryRockyHarris1959. Buy my dad's books on Amazon. You'll find titles such as Never Ending Nightmare, 100 Filthy and Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, 100 More Filthy and Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, and The Prisoner's Guide to Filing a Winning Grievance. Like what you're hearing on the Free Rocky Nation? Support us by visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Free Rocky Nation. Monthly subscribers get free Rocky merch. You could also support us directly through Cash App. Free Rocky Nation is our Cash App tag.